All right, welcome to the Armchair Commanders podcast. My name is John. And I'm Jack. And this week we are discussing the ultra-realistic documentary Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. Yeah, this is the second second documentary we've had counting if you count that some movie we watched a couple weeks back yeah and i mean comparatively speaking the psalm is hardly a documentary compared to the uh material we just reviewed watched that is yeah as we all know world war one never happened i mean come on just sitting in a trench for years why don't you just go and kill the other guy are they stupid right If you haven't been able to tell by our sarcasm yet, uh, Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter is uh, a war movie. It is basically a war movie. (laughs) Oh, don't act like I'm holding a gun to your back when you say that. Go on, tell him it's a war movie. Well, it took over half the movie before the Civil War occurred. Well... To be fair, there was a lot of build up to that in real life. I think like hundred some years. No, ninety. Okay, but, whatever. I mean, yeah, it spanned from when George was like or no, Abraham was like what, six or seven, all the way to his death. That's a literal lifetime, man. Yeah, yeah. I gotta say, the biggest travesty or biggest offense that this movie makes is uh portraying abraham lincoln as an attractive person i mean he was attract like despite what the liberal media may tell you he was an attractive man in real life i will die on this hill Mm. Mm. yeah you're right i'm just grasping at straws apparently not only was he really unattractive but i guess he had this high-pitched shrill voice that disappoints me to hear you really want abraham lincoln to have like a like a very firm you know commanding like voice grand, like grandfatherly voice i i truly i know this is a different film but i truly love daniel day lewis's uh portrayal of lincoln um in the movie of the same name and of daniel my- day lewis <laughs> lincoln you fuck stick <laughs> Um, one of my favorite things though is when he's arguing with Mary Todd, uh, you know, after the death of their son, you know, she has a very steep downhill, uh, decline. And, uh, in the movie Lincoln, not this movie, the actual like Oscar winning film about Lincoln, um, he's like, I swear to God, women, I will clap you into the madhouse. <laughs> Surely the biggest feminist of the 1800s. I know, right? All right. So what what did you think of this film? I loved it. This was a great movie. Was it a good movie? No. But man, was it a fun watch. I mean, yeah, some of the CGI. To say... To say it didn't age well would do it a disservice because it didn't age well the day it was released. But here's yeah, the, here's the thing I will say in defense of the CGI in this film is that the let, let's take the like the grand finale battle of uh, you know the where they're on the train. Where's the silver? Right here. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Just gut punches him with a fucking <laughs> press knuckle of silver. Yeah, it just punches through him. Um, the CGI in that scene is no worse than uh, the like AC-130 attacking the White House in Olympus Has Fallen, which came out either the same year as this or like a year later. So I, I'm giving it some grace with it. Like, yeah, the CGI is not great in this film, but it is almost on par with any other 
shitty action film of the time. I don't know, because it was still bad by those standards. I'd say. I... I think the biggest credit the CGI deserves is the actual depictions, like, of the vampires, like, when they do their spooky face. (laughs) That was completely unnecessary, but... But how else are we going to know that they're vampires? I don't know. The blood sucking seems to be a big hint. Oh, that's fair. The fangs. Also, I love how they completely glossed over the fact that vampires can be in sunlight. Because he, like, briefly mentions it, like, yes, and you can also adapt to sunlight if you're a vampire. No explanation, just drops it right then and there. Yeah, so here's my thing, is, like... I view, I'm willing to give it the same leniency that I do to like comic book movies or comic books in general, where it's like, yes, in an infinite number of universes, there can be, you know, a universe where, you know, take for example, this is a universe in which Abraham Lincoln is a fucking vampire hunter. If we're, if we're already stretching out to that point, Like, if we're going to come up with a new set of rules for our vampires, fine, whatever. I will say, though, and I can't believe that I'm going to do this, but Twilight did a better job of explaining the bullshit shenanigans with the rules regarding vampires. Let the record reflect we were six minutes, 45 seconds into this when he mentioned Twilight. Thank you, because we we really needed that additional little tack on. Um, but no, so take Twilight, for example. They also do this little rule change because they need their character to be out in the daylight. And basically what they say is, oh, this story is taking place in Washington where it's overcast all the time. So the sun isn't like really out. Um, and when it is actually like really out, then they like call in sick and stuff. And if they are exposed to sunlight, then they just become all sparkly and shit. Um, so they're like, they're still kind of sticking to the vampires can't be out in the sun rule in that sense. So it's, it's hardly a stretch to say like, okay, we're going to change a couple of rules. That being said, this movie did a terrible job of just changing the rules of vampires and just being like, this is how it is. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, there's there. Once again, there's a trope for that called our vampires are different where where authors just make shit up as they go along when it comes to vampires and just apply their own rules or disregard others. But I'd like to mention. So did you know that a whole vampire thing where they can't enter somebody's house or home without getting permission first? Yeah, that that goes back to the original Bram Stoker version. See, I didn't know about that until a couple years ago, or if I did know about it, I completely forgot about it because I remember reading that. I was like, what kind of bullshit is that? That's lame. And then I realized, then I did a bit more digging like, oh, that goes back centuries. Okay. Still, yeah, I I didn't know that rule either because I only read uh, the Bram Stoker version, or obviously he did the OG version, but. I read Bram Stoker's work last year for the first time. uh, And I was like, oh, shit, really? Yeah, I I haven't read Dracula yet because readings for nerds. It's okay. I I did it through audiobook because it's 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 weirdly written, isn't it? Like through letters. Yeah, it's it, it can be a little difficult to follow at times. Yeah. (laughs) Much like this movie. Hey, this movie is a great boon to our society. It raised the... um, It revealed the true cause of the Confederacy, which is vampire aristocracy. 
and how it ended racism with the war. <laughs> Miranda told me so eloquently because uh, she asked me, she's like, hey, what's the film this week? I was like, oh, it's Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter. And she's like, oh, really? I went to the midnight premiere with that with my high school boyfriend. I'm like, cool. How Who is, is he? I'll like, kill him. <laughs> she's like, I don't remember much from that film. I'm like, tight, tight. Man. I remember watching that way back in 2016. High as shit drunk and i had a great time i remember seeing the commercial for this come out because i think we were still in high school when this movie came out yep um i remember seeing it and this was when i was still like a stick in the mud and i was like that's so fucking stupid abraham lincoln wasn't a vampire <laughs> <laughs> like i was very strict like by the book history nerd I will say though, I I did enjoy this film. I you think were. a gr- <laughs> Anyways <laughs> To our dear listeners, he just shot me a look. The most John Loki's ever shot me. Um I did enjoy this movie and I I think the great description and you're kind of alluding to it is this isn't a good movie, but it's a fun movie. It's it's very campy. That's all yeah. I ask for, damn it. I was I was kind of shocked uh to have Dominic Cooper show up in our our vision so yeah, again. You again. <laughs> Aren't you supposed to be dictating a country? Or pretending to and then shooting people in the dick? <laughs> Right. I will say though, plot twist I wasn't expecting was Dominic Cooper to also be a vampire. I barely recognized him at first. Yeah, it took me a solid minute. But also I think it's such a BS notion like Abraham you know, we always make fun of the you're gonna need a montage. <laughs> um Abraham Lincoln doesn't get that. He he gets a couple of like literally just like bar fights and Dominic Cooper finds him and he's like, "You know what? You could be a vampire hunter just because you happen to know about vampires." And he just takes him out to the woods. He's like, "I want you to think about the thing that makes you the most angry in the world." And it's like, "Really?" He he just has to think about what makes him angry and that's going to turn him into a supernatural warrior (laughs) a supernatural warrior yeah i did like that scene of um abraham like loosening his nerves with the alcohol and like trying to hype himself up to murder a man man drinks like that only when he's about to kiss a girl or kill a man (laughs) I don't know. I feel like I, I've I've drank like that a couple times in college with neither motivation in mind. And ha, huh, jokes on you. I've never kissed a girl. <laughs> I'm so lonely. <laughs> maybe my maybe if I buy more history books, they'll keep me warm at night. <laughs> I'm sorry that was a low blow, Jonathan. Oh, that's fine. Um, to our dear listeners, John substitutes human warmth and affection and approval through history, literature, and movies. <laughs> I just I thought fuck. they should know that intimate detail about your life. I fucking hate you. Um, I love you. I love you too, baby. Um, were you? Did you have a question? And I get it's more dramatic this way, but. You know, when after his one half hour in the forest of learning to basically Hulk smash vampires, um, <laughs> you know, they go to the armory. They're like, do you want 
the silver rifle or the silver shotgun or da 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 and he's like i used to be a rail splitter and it's like oh abraham lincoln like (laughs) (laughs) you see the direct the director google searching it's like a marvel movie moment where captain america picks up the shield for the first time i was a rail splitter (laughs) it picks up shield (laughs) but my question is is so okay everybody everything else is like you need a silver knife or you need silver bullets or whatever and instead of just making a silver axe head and putting it on an axe handle they just like melt some silver and then pour over an axe that lincoln already has and i guess it's more it's more dramatic but also it's just like just make a solid silver axe head like you think would that cost more i'm thinking it would cost more absolutely but like metallurgically speaking you know we're talking about fusing different types of metal together and i don't know how well like silver is going to just hot drip stay to like bronze or whatever iron silver alloy the maximum amount of silver found alloyed with iron was between 0.5 and 1 percent silver Further evidence that silver does not alloy with iron is shown by the fact that the ferrite grains of a 50 FE 50 AG alloy are stained. This is similar to observation. Who cares? But So what I gathered from that is that if Abraham Lincoln tried doing this little experiment on forge and fire, then he'd be sent home. I mean, probably. But this, he's also learning from, spoiler alert, an actual vampire who's presumably had time to build resources up. I gotta say, other vampire hunter is doing terrible job of recruiting. Like the vampire side has like a legit entire army and Dominic Cooper just has Abraham Lincoln. Like really? Well, yeah, you got to scout people out. You got to go through the recruitment process, try to weed them out through the training those who stick around will probably be killed in their first week. Whereas I could like be a vampire, Count Jackula, kidnap you in a blood, uh, alley. I don't know, make you my thrall and then just send you to work. I don't even know if I'd have to make you a thrall. Just come to me. Hey, you want to be a vampire? Sure. Fuck yeah. Fuck yes, I do. Wait, am I allergic to sunlight? Not in this universe. Sign me up. I am curious, how come we never see vampires with day jobs? Why do you think? Because <laughs> well, I wasn't trying they're... to be a smartass about it, but like, what are they doing for income? Like, obviously, they they did the little like, ah, oh, yes, the vampires naturally flock to the plantation lifestyle because <laughs> ready access to victims, but. <laughs> I, I want vampire media set in the future where an elder vampire wakes up after a long slumber and he goes to his like either manservant or someone or a human who discovered him. Where are my a- NFTs? <laughs> <laughs> they were fungible all along. <laughs> oh, well, at least my Bitcoin is still minted. Right. It's a good thing I bought all those stocks in Enron before going into sleep. I gotta say, excellent choice in choosing uh, Rufus Sewell. Sewell? Sewell? Uh The the head vampire dude. But what were you trying to say? (laughs) His name, Rufus Sewell? Now I gotta look it up. Anyways, not saying I can pronounce it. He's he's like the archetype. Like he always plays a bad person. And honestly, just I thought he I thought his performance really just knocked it out of the park in this film. (laughs) (laughs) Joshua Speed, what a great name. Like, especially his uh, little 
uh, monologue about how like I've been around since the Egyptians enslaved the Israelites. I saw the Christians thrown to lions. <laughs> I was like, is a vampire really trying to justify slavery right now? Like, <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I like villain explanations that aren't like, oh, I was hit as a kid, so now I do this, or I, this is how I grew up, so I do this. I like villain explanations that are like, nah, I just fucking wanted to. Right. Like, that's all you need for 90% of villain motivations. I didn't create the game, I just play it. Yeah. It's kind of like, uh, I think that's one of the things that, like, in the Dark Knight trilogy, that's what makes the Joker such a great villain. Is uh, he's just like I'm here just to be ridiculous, you know? Yep. Yep. Just really camp it up. Also, the uh, villain from Puss in Boots: The Last Wish, Jack Horner. <laughs> he's like one of the best written villains I've seen in years. He doesn't have a tragic, well, he can't, eh. he has a funny backstory. He doesn't, he doesn't even make his motivations at least try to be understandable. He's just evil. And he had openly admits it. Right. But yeah, back to this movie. Vampires are just like built in villains, ain't they? Yeah, I mean, I think it was pretty simple. Like, I love that, like, Civil War just occurs and we flash forward all the way to the Battle of Gettysburg. Well, previous to that, we get Jefferson Davis talking to the head vampire and he's like, oh, yes, I will give you all of my kind to help you in your cause. And it's like, all right. <laughs> I can't believe the first time we're seeing Jefferson Davis in a film that has to do with vampires, <laughs> but well, what would you rather of all get from... of all the civil war films we have on our list? Well, I'm glad we got it through the most accurate one. All right. So anyways, we immediately jumped to the battle of Gettysburg and I just find it hilarious. I will say it was kind of a fun scene where you have a line of union soldiers they all fire off their rifles and like the field is just empty and you have the officer standing there. He's like, what the fuck just happened? And then he looks around and sees that all of his men are gone. Like that, that was, I will say a, a good scene, but also just the idea of like regiments of vampires um, attacking at Gettysburg is kind of silly to me, but also, so if none of the weapons the Union has can kill the vampires at, in the initial scene, then how did they not win the battle on the first day? Like, couldn't they have just kept going? That's what I was thinking. And I was or, like, or, or I, did they get, did their tummies get full and they had to take like an afternoon nap? Yeah. Work off that extra blood swelling up like ticks. Like, why? Like, they could, like, correct me if I'm wrong, but aren't vampires typically more powerful at night? They could very well have catch up the assault and just fuck them up. Yeah, I thought so as well, but we already discovered that the daytime doesn't really matter in this universe. Although, it kind of still does, because if you noticed, every vampire always wears sunglasses. Yeah, man, the sun's... Mm. Yeah, man, the sun's bright. It's like... <laughs> it's like the... The plot device giveaway. Ooh, this guy seems sinister and is wearing sunglasses. I bet he's a vampire. Yeah, man, I'm on the... Now... Ever since I rewatched this movie, I've been on the lookout for men in Victorian clothing wearing ominous dark circular sunglasses. 
Well, according to this film, they're still among us, or at least one of them is trying to recruit people in DC bars. But um, uh, the book that this is based on. Oh my god, this is a fucking book. You didn't know that? No. Well, anyway, I'm told the book kicks ass. Oh, and Jesus better than I know this, this is I know this is a cliche, but I'm told the book is better than a movie. Again, I haven't read it because readings for nerds, but I think that's oftentimes true. That's what, it, it's just for nerds. No, that books are better than are better than the movies, generally speaking, because oh. books have books have the lat- latitude to go into greater detail. The one book adaptation that the one movie adaption adaptation whatever that i like better than the original book <coughs> fuck me was jumanji the book just didn't have much going on well on audible abraham lincoln vampire hunter is uh $10.91 hell and yeah it has it has a rating of 3.9 stars also, I bring this up because the book has a different ending. It oh. it it ends kind of much the same way where that dude's asked, like it's the twilight of Lincoln's life and that his vampire buddy's asking if he can turn him into a vampire. And Abraham Lincoln's like, I'll rain check you on that. And then he's like, later, Tater, I'm going to go to the li- I'm going to go to the theater with my wife. Hope nothing bad happens. And then events transpire. And then it's revealed that vamp Abraham Lincoln was turned into a vampire because according to his buddy, like some people are too interesting to let die. The implication being that Abraham Lincoln's still among us. However, there's also expecting that plot twist at the end of this. However, there's also a sequel to this book where it follows Sturgis. That's it. That's his name. Sturgis going throughout the 20th century and the various shit that happened there. Hmm. And apparently uh, Abraham Lincoln fucking kills himself because he doesn't want to be a vampire. And that's... So, speaking of vampire on vampire violence, (laughs) did... Did you find it kind of weird that in this universe, vampires aren't allowed to hurt each other? Yes, when that's... I don't remember that being a thing. I I don't either, but it seems like such a weird rule. Like, I kind of get it because it's like my blood runs through your veins, like Harry Potter Voldemort type shit. Um, but I was just like, this really just seems more of a convenience thing for the plot. Mm-hmm absolutely like what good are you as a vampire hunter who can't hunt vampires and then you just dick around for a hundred years waiting for one person to do your work for you man i bet there's an entire industry of morally bankrupt vampire hunters that are basically just assassins or bounty hunters for other vampires and i bet business is good because vampires are i guess are just rolling in it I'm the dog. I'm just imagining like a TV show like Dog the Bounty Hunter. I am the dog, the big bad dog, <laughs> vampire hunter. That's why Dog is always wearing the sunglasses because he's a vampire. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> my god! I'm about. I'm gonna be assassinated tonight, aren't I? He's already. I he's already on his way, bro. Uh, Ah, oh, wait, I didn't invite him in. Haha, suck my dick, dog. I just I just can't leave my house for the rest of my life. Which oh, like you need I was to. already I was already well on my way to doing that anyway. <laughs> oh. I was I was really a hundred percent expecting um for like John Wilkes Booth to be like like the unexpected son of our main vampire villain being like this is for my father <laughs> this is for my mother whose maiden name was Bart <laughs> <laughs> oh 
Yeah, honestly, I was expecting them to somehow rope John Wilkes Booth into this grand vampire conspiracy. I I would have been here for it. I was I was several drinks deep deep by the point <laughs> that this movie was over, so I was I was game for anything. <laughs> Just whatever. Oh, you mean to tell me that the UFOs actually abducted Abraham Lincoln after his vampire war? Okay. Of course. I should have known. The dude with spiky hair from the History Channel was right all along. Called it. Um. God, what the fuck was I going to say? On a more historical note, um, <laughs> something I, I actually did really really enjoy in this film was lincoln courting mary todd and like him having the little spat with stephen douglas beforehand i think that's something that's really not touched on in your everyday like high school history class um because you know lincoln and stephen douglas they ran opposed to each other uh for presidents and Realistically, I feel like an entire movie could be made just about that election just because of how like heated and contentious it was. But like also throwing in the fact that both Lincoln and Stephen Douglas were going after the same girl, like just adds that extra layer of like, you know, drama and intrigue and what have you. Yeah, Stephen Douglas really should have been a vampire hunter instead of a werewolf hunter. (laughs) (laughs) It's way cooler. Well, Oh, you're a werewolf hunter? Oh, so you tell me you work one night a week? or <laughs> One night one a night month? <laughs> right. Reminds me of that tweet that was like, my first day as a vampire hunter. Man, this shit is easy. First night as a vampire hunter? Oh. <laughs> but yeah. What did what did you think of the, the whole Stephen Douglas sidetrack in this movie? Eh? <laughs> I mean, that wasn't my main focus. I, I was here to see Abraham Lincoln kill some filthy bloodsuckers. See, I, I, Stephen Douglas was like my, like, you know, I mentioned earlier, like, that was my Marvel moment in this movie. I'm like, ah, 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 ah there he is. <laughs> oh, man, we're getting a cinematic universe. <laughs> oh, man, I can't wait to see his movie. Man, yeah, I'm still hyped for, um, God, who's that crippled president? Roosevelt. Uh, <laughs> Frank- just call- <laughs> For, yeah, Franklin D. Roosevelt meets the That's- Frankenstein monster. What the fuck? I'm still trying to get over you calling him the cripple president. Well, he had polio. Yeah, just how about, you know what? Never mind. So Teddy, Teddy Roosevelt, werewolf hunter. You know, there used to be, um, are you familiar with a toy line called Mego Toys? It sounds very familiar. So like, I believe it was 60s and 70s. It was like the OG kind of like superhero toy line. They were like eight inch tall, uh, like action figures of all the different superheroes. And they're, they're super collectible nowadays. But there's a company uh, several years back. Uh, it was called Presidential Monsters. And what they did was um, they came out with an entire line where they did like a mashup of different presidents as like traditional monsters. So JFK was... Uh, like a JFK was Count Dracula, like they did a crossover, <laughs> and Teddy Roosevelt was uh, like abominable snowman. Teddy Roosevelt. <laughs> Wait, didn't you have a poster in college of Teddy Roosevelt as a Bigfoot hunter? No, I thought about ordering one. In college, the only poster I had was of uh, George Washington. Crossing the Delaware. 
not the I'm, traditional painting, a more dramatized version of it, but I'm sure you had oh my god, I know you had something along those lines. Can't prove it. You're right, I can't. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to remember because they did one as one of Clint Abraham Lincoln was uh Frankenstein. Well damn it, no, he's supposed to be reserved for the Franklin D. Roosevelt movie. Okay, so I'm going to I'm going to name them off. So they had Baracula. <laughs> okay, that's not funny, but it's kind of funny, right? Then Lincolnstein, <laughs> a little forest, but again, a little funny. I mean, of all the presidents, he's the one that resembles it the most. Monster from the Watergate Lagoon. <laughs> Okay, that one's pretty funny. I was going to say Nixon should be the vampire. No, Nixon is a uh, creature from the Black Lagoon. Uh, no correction. So JFK was a uh, phantom of the White House. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do, 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 do. Oh. Uh, Mitt Romney was the rummy. Oh, okay. Like, you know, the mummy. I thought, okay, that was dumb. Yeah. I thought you meant like gin rummy. <laughs> like he's a card game. That's care. That's fair. Uh, Bill Clinton was a wolf bill. And... Okay. I, I, I like that one. That one has just no wordplay or pun to it whatsoever, but. Well, you're going to love this next one, which is uh zombush. <laughs> Oy, oh, oy, oh. <laughs> oh fuck Back to this... oh that's all i i think uh george washington was like a ghost type deal they call it... i i actually remember this because i wanted it but i never got my hands on it it was called uh spirit of 76 Huh. Anywho, back to this movie. What was your favorite scene? I already talked about it, but where's the silver? Right here! Just fucking punches him through the stomach with the necklace, his brass knuckle, silver knuckles. My favorite scene was right at the near the very end, like as the silver weapons are getting delivered to Gettysburg. For some reason, Mary Todd Lincoln is at the Battle of Gettysburg delivering these weapons. When in real <laughs> real life, she would have been just, you know, basically in the nut house, essentially. Um but she uh loads up this weapon in order to kill the vampire who killed her son. And it's the most anticlimactic thing ever because like the this vampire charges Mary Todd Lincoln and she like loads the weapon super slow and dramatically and raises it and then everything stops me in slow motion and it goes back to regular speed and the vampire gets shot in the face and kind of just like like very much like like she's hooked up to a harness with guide wires and it just flies back like 30 feet <laughs> and the onlookers just see mary todd lincoln shoot an innocent woman in the head <laughs> go about their day i swear woman i will clap you in the madhouse <laughs> oh fuck and their son did die correct oh yeah the um Lincoln did have a kid who passed while he was in office. Ah, Lincoln Jr. Uh, no, Willie, but... Will Willie Lincoln. Hello? Willie Lincoln, got it. 
Sorry, I'm chewing. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, in, in real life, he got like typhoid or something and passed from that. But obviously for the purposes of this film, you know, we already established that um, you get really sick after getting bit by a vampire and then die. Aha. Man. I can't believe that happened in real life where he got the thing and, you know, he wouldn't uplift him to vampirehood and you just let him die. It, I was in the scene where Mary Todd Lincoln is begging uh, for Sturgis to make her boy into a vampire. And then Lincoln's coming back. He's like, well, we'll come back. We'll not be our child, not our boy. And I'm like, are we ripping off Pet Cemetery here? You should have done that. Now nah, don't go don't... down the, don't go down that road, Stotch. It's the leads. It's the pet cemetery. <laughs> I know what you're thinking. Nothing but pain will come from that. It, it's right there behind the store. Don't do it, Stotch. It's fucking stupid. I was waiting. I was waiting for the old man to be in the corner to back up Lincoln. <laughs> A cemetery is a place for talking. Ugh. So what are you drinking tonight? I am drinking brisk juice drink, fruit punch. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I thought there was going to be more to that. Mm. It's really good, too. Yeah, not drinking because I got to be up and at him in the morning to travel. Mm, yes, you're off to the land of excitement, Greece. Yeah, correct me if I'm wrong, but the birthplace of Western civilization. Yeah, sure, why not? You, uh, any significant places you want to be stopping in Greece? Athens. I could look up the itinerary, but I don't want to do it. It's fair. Just going to let it come up. Yeah. It's along for the ride, basically. Well, if you happen to stop at the uh, Leonidas statue, lick his toes for me. Will do. I'll buy you a Greek god when I'm there. Tight, tight, tight. Tight. When are, tight. What are you drinking? Uh, I am drinking a hard Mountain Dew Baja Blast. I thought that's what that was. It is. How is it? It tastes like... Sadness. <laughs> it doesn't taste like sadness. It tastes like a diet Baja Blast. Or Baja really? Blast Zero. Or Baja <laughs> Blast Zero. Which is, is not a bad thing, but, no. um, uh, you know, there's other alcohol variants out there that try to mimic stuff that completely misses the mark. And I'm totally cool with Hard Mound Dew's uh, take on their drinks, so. Yeah. We're not sponsored by... Uh, pepsi products but we could be we could be yeah. <laughs> man i can't wait for us to get our first actual sponsor and we just completely sell out to them man that that main character when he got shot in the face that was sad but not as sad as missing out on these deals <laughs> code armchair <laughs> Unlock, put it in a raid shadow legends Raid! Oh boy. I think it's uh, about time we rate this film. Right, of course. Um, so what do you give this movie and what should be our rating system? Mm. Ooh, I forgot to mention another scene. That hmm. scene where he, it's revealed that his axe has a fucking gun in it and he blasts that dude. 
How did we forget about that? That scene kicks ass. Like, this is it's not a movie because... meant to be taken seriously by any means. No. Oh, boy. Um, I really like... Um... You know what? Let's go with... Uh... Fuck, what would be... Random side boob. When was side titty in this? It was like the very first time we see a vampire victim. Like in the middle of Lincoln's fight. Oh yeah. And now I like, remember. He just like gets locked in the, the closet trying to hide from the vampire. And he looks over and there's just like a girl with like one boob out. And then like that's the only nudity in this film ever. Alright, side titties. So one, what do you give? One to five side boob. I give, um, go ahead. I don't know how to make this sound not creepy, so I'll just... Two, two side boobs. I give it three side boobs. 3.25 side boobs. It's a so fun movie. It knows what it is. Three side boobs and a nipple? Three side boobs in like the picture of a kind of a side boob where you can't really, you can almost see the nipple, but you can't. Fuck off. But, okay. Okay. But anyway, um, so the tomometer says 34% and the audience says 50%. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm... I, 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 I can't argue with that. I'm going with the, the thermometer on this one, not the audience score. Well, I'm going with the audience score. Well, fine. Well, yeah, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you too. Mr. Hoity Toity, this is not cinema. Versus me like, yeah, he just fucking punched that guy through the stomach. <laughs> yeah, see who's... Yeah, I came out of that movie with a smile. You came out of it saying, it's so historically accurate. <laughs> and then cried and jerked off into your books all night. Where I was like, God, I wish that was me. I wish I was a vampire hunter. <laughs> <laughs> this is a tale of whimsy. <laughs> and historical fact. Like I said, this is a fun movie, not a good movie. What? Let the damn liberal media say what they will about this game, but I will not have Abraham Lincoln's tarnished their name tarnished by their reviews and opinions and historical accuracy. If it's one thing I learned studying journalism in college for a brief time, it's never let the truth get in the way of a good story. Ah, yes. If it bleeds, it reads. Hmm. Where have I heard that? Your journalism and media school, dipshit. I don't remember that one. Oh, I, 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 I do remember I've, some. I've had conversations with people. I do remember that um, one death is a tragedy, a million is a statistic. That's, that's In sad. regards to reporting deaths. That's fair. I feel like we should start a, a new little joke on our our show instead of it being like the liberal or conservative media just have it be the uh what's what's that weird middle one that nobody's actually a part of the libertarians yeah the fuck you i'll do what i want party yeah i will not have the libertarian media tell me what to do <laughs> those damn green party members <laughs> can have their historical accuracy when they pry it from my cold dead american hands Personally, I subscribe to the uh, Bull Moose Party, but... Me? I like the voluntary human extinction movement. That's fair. That's fair. I don't, right. actually, to our dear listeners. Everybody push the nuke buttons. Let's go. Yeah, we've been teasing it for since World War II ended, and I'm tired of teasing. Let's just keep, Let's just keep going. You know, let's let's just get it over with. Right. Okay. 
Do you have any? Do you have anything else in summation for this film? In summation, it is a great movie. It's that's, okay. That's it. All right. So next week, Jack is gone because he's going on vacation. Well, look, um, I'm just, I'm just saying, like, you don't have, we don't have to go on hiatus. You can get someone else. I'm getting to that. Oh, sorry. Um, so we do have a guest. I apologize for cutting you off earlier. That was very rude of me. It was jackass. Any, anyways. Like I can't imagine. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm done. Mother- I'm, done. <laughs> I'm leaving. No, no, continue. I'm done. I swear. Anyways. Next week, we will be having the fine gentleman from the Berman, oh, fuck. Bourbon and Battlefields podcast joining us. They do some really great work uh, talking about battles from the Civil War, as well as reviewing fine uh, whiskeys. So it'll be a pleasure having them with us. Uh, their movie of choice, if I remember correctly, is Field of Lost Shoes. Uh, which is about a group of teenage cadets from the Virginia Military Institute joining the Civil War. So be looking forward to that. Sounds very depressing. Yeah, probably. <laughs> you already what sound do you... dead inside. I am dead inside. What do you care? You're going on vacation. Oh, yeah, that's right. So cry away. <laughs> Anyways, if you enjoyed this show, uh, please check out some of our other episodes. Uh, leave a, If you did enjoy the show, leave a review. Uh, the stars do matter. Uh, if you're looking to have some additional content from us, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at the Armchair Commanders Podcast. We also have a YouTube channel called History Apprentice, and we have a Discord that is up and running, uh, also called Armchair Commanders Podcast, where we are... Uh, starting to do live viewing sessions of the films that we are reviewing. So if you wanted to hang out with us as we actually watch these films before giving our stellar opinions of them, please come on over. Until parties are fun. Yeah. Until next time, I've been John. And I'm Jack. And we'll catch you next week. Bye.